your favourite albums. Disgust. Track by track. On today's podcast... Now, here are your hosts, Campbell and Jack. Oh my goodness, we are back with Track by Track with Campbell and Jack. Yeah, it's been a bit of a it hiatus. It's been a long time. It's been about a month, I think. Couldn't be that long, surely. Nearly. Nearly. By the time this is released, it might nearly be a month. Yeah. Anyway, my name is Jack Walker, and joining me once again as always, he's back from school holidays, Campbell Morath. How are you, Jack? I'm very well. Yeah, it's um, it's been, it's been an interesting... Yeah, a month or so. Well, um, first, especially musically. Well, firstly, I suppose we should explain our absence. Absolutely. So we had, uh, you know, we'd done all our pre-production for another podcast. We we went to our studio where we usually record. That's where we do our live streams when we did the, yep. uh, you know, the track reviews and all that. Yep. So we rock up only to find out that it's under maintenance, and yeah. I booked the studio, and it was apparently ready to go, and we go there and. We're just told it's under maintenance and won't be ready until uh, around August. Yeah. So. So that that just throws things into a into a heap, really, as far as you know, giving the fans what they want. I know. You know. Yeah. So we we were quite distraught with the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, we just decided to go down to the pub for a little bit instead. Yeah. Had a few beers and had a few beers for the afternoon. Watched our sorrows instead. away. Yep. We watched the uh, was it the Western Australia versus Vic Metro. Yeah, the uh, the TAC the, Cup. The TAC Cup. Oh, good. We, who do we see? Who was that? That forward. That, that Faz. Fazioli. Fazioli. He's going to be huge. Faz, Fazioli. Yeah. Kick, kick Fazioli. Kick three in the the second half. Yeah, it was fantastic. It's going to be huge. It's absolutely be... fantastic. So anyway, we we did that, and we were hoping to get access to the studio, but unfortunately, that wasn't the case. And of course, because we quite like our audio projects and all that, you study audio engineering I and do. all that. Yes. I'm doing a lot of radio podcasting stuff at uni mm. of course we'd have access to you know enough equipment that we'd be able to do this ourselves no 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 we need to actually you know buy a couple of microphones yeah. and xlr cables and uh make sure we're good to go so we did have those ready to go and we had planned to do this podcast a couple of times one earlier this week but uh someone pulled out yeah yeah no nah, it's a bit of bit of uh, miscommunication i think uh you know that's what you want to call it with any with any great team <laughs> with any great team sometimes there are members that slip out of favor but we're good we're back now we are back and we're going to persevere we're going to persevere and we're going to do our best podcast we'll, we'll, yet i reckon mate. that's a big call we're mm. gonna we're gonna try and go back into a weekly a weekly thing yes yeah, to get our mojo back yeah it's... get get our mojo back it's always the first one back's always the hardest because you've got to get back in the swing of things absolutely but, I think we're going to get back into the swing of things very quickly. But we're not in total, you know, disorganization at the moment. No. Unlike some uh, television shows out yes. there at the moment. The media industry, as we know, is in complete disrepute, especially in Australia and Channel 9. I've been reading about uh, about the AFL footy show. Well, this is a very fresh story. You only it's uh, told me about this 30 minutes ago. Yeah, this, is, this is a breaking story. Um, there were talks of uh, John Samuel Newman being sacked from the footy show. That's right. After all those years, and that's not that's been put to put to bed. He's not been sacked. Someone has been sacked though. Hutchy, your mate Craig Hutchinson. Oh my mate, he's your over, mate over you, at Croc you, Media. You love him, Croc, over at Croc Media. Croc Media, <laughs> big shout out. 
and um, and Eddie Maguire. Eddie everywhere. Eddie everywhere. He does. Uh, I don't know how he's going to fit us in, but uh, oh, he will. He will. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting Come, to comes, see. Comes back to his first love. That's it. It's where it all, almost where it all began. <laughs> yeah. Look, not that I'm a, a watcher of the footy show or anything. I heard a couple of things about last night, and that didn't go quite to plan. But yeah, it was a bit of a disaster. Yeah, it just scrap the footy show mm. and just bring bring on a new TV show, new faces, and all that. Just yeah. you know, make it fresh because the format's totally dated. I get all of my footy news from AFL three hundred and sixty with Robbo and Jared and Jared. That's where that's all. That's all I do. Oh, oh, just, oh, oh, just just oh. <laughs> now, Robbo. Yeah, no, and it's great. And it's, it is great. It is. It's good, and and that's interesting to see when such an iconic bit of media like the footy show is is in disrepute and is having problems mm. it makes us think that we're probably going okay we're going okay yes despite all, all our problems you probably have the equal amount of uh, listeners as the uh, as the footy show as these well. days yes these days, yeah. yes so moving on to a bit of music news so quite a bit's happened since we last did it we, we did our last podcast but we want to move on to something that's only just happened we only found out about this Three, four hours ago? Yeah. I think the news broke, and that's uh, the front man of Lincoln Park. Chester Bennington. Has passed away, has passed away. at age 40, 41, I believe it yeah. was, which is criminally young. Yeah, for, uh, from a suicide. And it was, it's interesting because uh, today, well, it is, it's yesterday, but it's today in America, was the 50th, well, was to be the 53rd birthday of Chris mm. Cornell. Yes. Um, so I wonder if that had something to do with it. Because... I believe that they were very close. Yeah, he was the godfather of um, Chris's one of Chris's kids. Wow! So they were a yeah, tight knit bunch. But um, so obviously our our thoughts go out to Chester and his yeah, the, family and the, the band and, and the band, the, of course, all, all, all the, the fans, fans, yeah. fans, of course, because of course they have a very devoted fan base. And yeah, what was your just kind of I suppose all these musicians when they pass away want to be kind of remembered for their music. So what were your kind of first Understanding, or at least your first understanding of Lincoln Park's music. I remember back in two thousand and seven. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was the first Transformers movie. Yeah, they did uh, a bit of that actually. Yeah, yeah, they did. And what I've done was an absolute monster song That's back then, song. massive hit. Uh, yeah. So that was the first song that really I became attached to. Like I've never really been a big fan of Lincoln Park, mm. but there have been some songs that I've really enjoyed. Numb's another one. That's a really good song. Yeah, they've done. They've had eleven. Number one US singles I read today, which you think about, you think over their discography, you go, yeah, actually, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, they did that Behind Blue Eyes cover of that Who, you know, Behind Blue Eyes. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. That. Um, that was for a movie as well, I think, um, with Hayley Berry, because she was in the <laughs> video clip. I was quite a Hayley Berry fan growing up as a kid, so that's why I remember <laughs> it so vividly. So, yeah, I, I suppose the biggest news of the last month is this new change of location. Oh, massive. We're in, uh, Absolutely we're in one of massive. your rooms. So I, I posted a little video to the uh, photo to the Facebook page, which provided a little bit of a, look, a clue? Look, look at the new studio. Yeah. And it's a, uh, it's a, uh, at my place, it's nice little studio. It's all right, Jack. I'm, 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 well, I'm I've, impressed. I've been working on it a little bit recently, moving some things out because it used to be quite cluttered. Mm. It's yeah. almost the same size as the room we used to play uh, in a band in. Yeah, like, very it's not true. huge, but it's it's big enough. Very true. Yeah, so this very well may be the place we do a lot of future episodes. Yeah, I wonder if uh, I wonder if they can hear the sound difference yet. 
here. It's yeah. Well, first off, we usually do this in a professional soundproof studio. Yeah. That you have to actually book. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it has to be open as o- well. Open as well. Yeah. And not under maintenance. Mm. Uh, this one has absolutely no soundproofing. In no. Fact, in fact, things that you would get rid of, like a huge pane of glass in front of us, and there's yes. reflective surfaces everywhere, and there's well, there is carpet, and there's a couch, but everything else is essentially reflective. And will sound will bounce off. So it'd be interesting to see the bit of echo, you know, maybe a bit of bit of uh, post production work, bit of post production work needed, kind of just to refine the just sound, to refine a little it a little bit, bit. Mi- yeah. mix it properly, yeah. you know, left and right speakers and and all that. But look, we're very excited to be back. And as we mentioned earlier, we did have an album ready to go mm. uh, when we were going to record this a few weeks ago. We'd both given this a fair listen. You just undoing your belt there, mate. Yeah, got it on the got it on the wrong way, mate. <laughs> It's just a bit uncomfortable. I'm like, what's going on there? But no, we're good. Carry no, on. No, no. All right. I'll, uh, I'll keep the audience entertained while you adjust, adjust yourself. Yeah, it's just a little bit uncomfortable. So we're going back local today. We are. You might remember in our very early days, by early days, I only mean about six months ago, yeah. but early nonetheless. And we did our series of Australian debuts. Yeah. Now, we're not going back to Australian debuts, but we are going local and we are going Australian again. Yes. So today we are going to be looking at Divinal's self-titled album from 1991. The first time that I heard Chrissy's voice, I mean, uh, I just thought it was great. Thank you. Thank you. He was wanting to do something and he was very eager and very um, open. And uh, um, it was very easy to work with him. He was, uh, had a... Uh, great way of looking at things. Usually I'll come up with a bit of a tune or something, won't I? And then we'll see if Chris has got some words that'll go with it. Mark is particularly good, this gentleman here, is particularly good on arrangements and is the musical leader. What is the image of the Divinals? I don't really know what the image of the Divinals is. I, I don't sit there and analyse it and it's just the way we are. So I kind of wonder what you're talking about. Isn't it funny? So there you go. We will be discussing Divinals' 1991 album, Divinals, mm. self-titled. I was almost tempted to say the Divinals. Yes. Well, yeah, I was kind of surprised that it was it wasn't the Divinals. It's kind of like reminds me of the band, um, the Sweet. That I always, always yeah, they're just sweet. It's just sweet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it is Divinals. I think that's almost a mistake. I think I think the Divinals would be better. But it, it's 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 it rolls off the tongue a little better. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah, so. We will be discussing their self-titled album from 1991, which was really a breakthrough album for them. Yeah, in it regards to their you know international success. Yeah, I mean they had some uh, some success, I suppose, in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, three or four albums or something. Yeah, so I think they did about three or four albums before this one, yeah. and you know they had a bit of success in Australia, mm-hmm. a lot of local hits. You know, a lot they toured all around Australia, of course, but they never really made it big internationally until this album. Yeah. And that all stems from the song from the album, I Touch Myself. Yes. Uh, which we'll get to a little later when we actually talk about the song. Yeah. But that was a massive, just an absolute that breakout kind of song. Yeah, that's a real breakout song. And it, it's a very well-written song. Yeah, and the thing is about that song is if it was released today, it would be kind of particularly risque. But, you know, going back, what, 25, 26 years, it's... Yeah, early 90s. Yeah, unthinkable of, of yeah, as far as a conservative kind of society goes. Yeah, but 
this album in particular just has so many bits yes. that I just enjoyed, particularly guitar bits, which come from uh, Mark McEntee. Yeah, who is a very good friend of yours. Who is he? a very good friend of my very good friend of the podcast. Absolutely. We have a lot of good friends of the podcast. We've got to bring him in for a chat sometime. But look, he's a very interesting individual. Yeah. And I think you may have seen in a few interviews here and there. Yeah. He has you know, quite an eccentric personality. Which is good because you want that. I mean, but on I, mean, I haven't actually seen The Divinals live, but how was he on stage? Was he a bit of a showman as well? He was just sort of normal. Just normal, yeah. But you listen to him in interviews and uh, particularly some recent ones I went through the last you know few weeks while I was prepping for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it just seems part of him didn't make it out of the 80s yeah, alive. Right. Yeah, you know? True, yeah. So it's just... Possibly the effect of some uh, psychedelic or hallucinogenic drug. Yeah, so he's still a bit lost. Yeah, he's, in still, that he's, time. he's still a little bit lost. Okay. Well, doesn't every guy wear his wife's jeans accidentally? I know that Westgate Bridge is pretty incredible, isn't it, though? How long is it, Chrissy? Very long. No, Did the you... guitar's not even complete. Look, it's yeah. got the back missing. It's faulty. So I just played you that little little montage, I, I suppose, of some of the recent snippets I found. Yeah. And he's quite an interesting fellow, isn't he? He's, he's an oddball. Yeah. But you need the, that. The, the guitar, the back's missing. It's faulty. Yeah. It's faulty. He kind of needs... You need that, I think, sometimes. You need those kind of personalities. I think it's what makes I those. just find it interesting how all these great guitar bits and everything come out of that mind. Yeah, well, it's you know, it's a creativity, I suppose. Yeah. In different <laughs> creativity that stems from yeah, it, something. It produces itself in different ways, I suppose. Yes, but part of me, you know, he seems like the long lost, you know, brother or cousin of Nigel Tufnell or something. Yeah, it, it could be a could it, be a spinal tap divinal supergroup. Supergroup that could along. form. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yes, exactly. Um, so with the divinals. I suppose I should let you know, and I think you know already that my mum is a very big fan, Huge. and I and I partly grew up on Divinyls yeah. because I'm so nervous. She, she had all the CDs and so yeah. forth, so I listened to those a fair bit. Yeah, that's why I'm so nervous. You are podcast. you are a little nervous. I noticed you were shaking a little bit yeah, as you entered the room. Yeah, just trembling because it's just cause she's such a fan, and I I want to be I want to be objective, and I want to you know give my point of view without without fear of persecution. Well, we want this podcast to, you know, generate a bit of discussion. Yeah. It's a, if that's heated discussion. It's like Q&A, isn't it? It's the same kind of thing. It, it doesn't matter what your point of view is, we'll, we'll hear it. Q&A, who's that? Tony Jones? Tony Jones. Tony Jones is still doing that. Not not Chompers, Tony Jones, the other Tony Jones. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. There's a few Tony Joneses in the Australian media. Yeah. So we spoke about Mark McEntee, of course, but at the forefront of it all is Chrissy Amphlett. Absolutely. Who is one of the great... I'm not just going to say uh, front women in rock, but just front person in rock. Absolutely. All all round. And she didn't quite get the recognition overseas, but... Well, they didn't kind of get... I think she's a bit of a a favourite daughter, you know? Mm. Like, I don't think necessarily her persona kind of connects to the US market. Yeah, you you sort of have to grow up with it to understand it a little more. And when... Uh, this album came around in America and, you know, they have 10 years of stuff to catch up on. Yeah. It, she seems like kind of that shit you can have a beer yeah. with and, you know, I, just, I don't think America like that. I don't think they like that kind of, that warmth. She seems mm. like a warm kind of character. And I think, you know, America likes their rock stars to be kind of untouchable, I think. That's true. And Australia are happy for them to be, you know, like Jimmy Barnes. And yeah, you'd have, a, be- you'd have a beer with them, you know, yeah, Chris you gotta, Cheney. Yeah, you got you got to be a little bit, relaxed and cool and i think she's 
she's very much that. Yes, exactly. So with that, I think we'll move on to some trivia now. So this was released on the 29th of January, 1991. Now, you were talking about some musicians that were in the band. I was, yeah. I think... Um, Earlier? Charlie Drayton, who was uh, who played drums, is a fantastic Australian drummer, um, who coincidentally was... Uh, who also married married Chris Chris Amplett. Amplett. that's right um, he's some some great driving on this on this album but mm. I think more importantly uh, here we go is uh, Randy Jackson Randy Jackson the Randy Jackson from American Idol um, you know one of the one of the great um, studio bass players um, see I ever. didn't I didn't know he was a bass player yeah right yeah well there you go he's a bit of a bit of a lesson and there are some great bass parts in here as well that are very very Randy Jackson. Um, okay, so we'll we'll try and uh, have try a listen and out for those a little later on. You. Yeah. You've also got a uh, Ben Montech, Tech, who's on the keyboard. Yep, I'm sure he's great too. Good job. Good job, mate. Good job. Good stuff, you. Keep it up. Absolutely. Uh, it was produced by David Tickle. Oh yeah, Ticks. I know. I know you love your producers, and we want to get back into the producers, of course, because we're back. Can you tell me a about, about David Tickle? Do you have any information on him? He's most well known for his work with the Split Ends. Oh yeah. And I, it's funny, I said is the... He Kiwi I, or is he a, sorry? Is he a Kiwi? Or uh, he... Not too sure about that. It's funny, I said the split ends, not split ends. Oh, there as they, no, so the, 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 the strikes again. Uh, there wasn't too much trivia I could find. It. There's a bit of trivia later on uh, with a few other, other songs that I'll point out as we go because there's some absolute cracking things that I found. Mm. So we'll get to those as we get to the songs. And I think we should just do that now. We'll start with the first song. And as we do... We, Actually, just remind me, how do we do this? Do we do this, you know, one song and then the next one? Yeah, it's like it's like a track by track. Track by track. Kind of thing. Oh, all right. So, first one, second one, yeah. all the way to the last one. That's it. Yeah. Okay, good. So, uh, on that, I suppose we'll start with the first song, which is called Make Out All Right. So there we go. The opening one, track. one track down. Make out all right. Yeah, I think this this is a great song. Now these are these are some old notes because obviously these are a couple. These are three weeks old. Three weeks old. These <laughs> notes. But what I what I say is just perfectly executed anyway. I said the groo- like a groovy little opening song. It is. Yeah. I just think it lacks a bit of kind of explosion. Yeah. Look, I I'd, feel like it just I'd, I'd agree with that. There's a real opportunity to really hammer in on the chorus. Yeah. But I don't actually mind that restraint. Okay. And I. You know, it's easy for me to say because I, you know, grew up with this album yeah. and it's easy for me, for me to like everything, I yeah. suppose. But I actually don't mind that restraint, but I can certainly see, you know, maybe in a later chorus, it could really go bang. Yeah. I, I do love that it's such a, a vocally song. Yes. It's, straight away we hear Chrissy's voice at the forefront. Yes. I think that's really important. And I think the only thing, I think, is the unnecessary repetition of the chorus at the end. It just goes a little bit too Yeah, long. yeah. I see it on tear, I'm like, you just need to cut it there and just like cut it the last, even the last 40 seconds of chorus because that's mm. all it is. It doesn't really add anything. Um, it is a great little hook though in that chorus though. Yeah, I I, I, we, 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 which we played uh, in the little preview for this song. Yeah. yeah. What I do like, there are some great guitar bits. There's no real, you know, explosive lead guitar solo. That no, but I don't think he's that kind of player. No, no, he isn't. That's the thing. He'll have a few solos in this album, as you'll hear a bit later, but none of them are really crazy 
80s hair metal style. Yeah. They just suit the music completely. And there's a few licks in this song that are fantastic. Mm. There's that opening guitar riff, mm. which is very simple, but just very catchy. And I'll play that now. It's a good sound on the guitar as well. It's just a clean sound, maybe a little bit of overdrive, yeah. little, little bit of treble, yeah, twang. It's, it's not. That's a good thing about this album. It's not. It's not too overdone, which is good. Mm. It's not too. David Tickle, David doing his job. Tickler. He did a. I, I was just reading. He did some stuff with Joe Cocker. Oh yeah. Eric Johnson, U two, Blondie. Oh yeah. Split ends with amongst his greatest achievements. So that's a good uh, er, early split ends as well yeah. when they were a little bit weird and wacky. Yeah, I like that. Almost yeah. like a bit talking heads. I always thought. Uh, look, as you said, there's some great vocals by Chrissy, especially look as as we said. You know, it gets a bit repetitive towards the end, but she has some great vocal moments towards yeah, the end, absolutely. where you know there's some real grit in her voice. Yeah, and. In 1991, you know, radio is dominated by the likes of like Madonna and yeah. uh, Tiffany, if you remember her. Yeah, Celine well, Dion. Celine Dion. It's these, you know, real smooth sort of vocals. So to mm. add this sort of, you know, real punkish grit mm. to the vocal is really, really good. And I really like it in this song. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. A great, it's a great start. Yep. Uh, we'll move on to the next song now. And this is the big song from the album. This is I Touch Myself. Now, I think, I think it'd be very obvious and almost cliche to talk about the lyrics. Yeah. I think we all know what it's about. We all know what it's about. I think what would be better if we just talk about the music because the music is so great mm. in this song. Um, I, I said in the podcast, Randy Jackson's bass work. In I the think, chorus. Yeah, I think this is That's a fantastic as as little uh, lick he does, yeah. And, and if anyone's listening, you probably heard it in the little snippet we just played. Yeah, but it's fantastic. Fantastic, And the yes. drums are... I mean, the drums and the bass lock in so well. Well, you hear that uh, straight away in the intro. Yes. With that real build-up with the guitar as well. And I'll just play that. a great build up that leads to that first uh, verse or slash chorus mm. Mm. well yeah and you were talking about those little bits the bits uh, a lot of bits in this one yep the guitar bits yes yeah, some great little bits of great double tracking doing little almost reggae kind of like chords with the... yeah there's a bit of syncopation in the yeah. chorus with the guitar strumming that adds some great variety uh, again yeah there's just some nice little lead bits that you know aren't too fancy uh, in most cases, they'd be considered quite, you know, boring or typical, but they yeah. suit this song really they well. Really, really well, yeah. Mm. I think there's a bit of, a little bit of jazz influence in this song as Certainly. well. Certainly, some of those chords yeah. um, that, that go on, especially kind of in that um, in the pre-chorus heading into the chorus, are, are certainly, a little, you can certainly think they're thought about and they're structured. Um, and it's just, you know, that musical knowledge comes in. Yeah, definitely. It just... He's a, he's a natural at it, yeah. Mark McEntee. He puts a lot of the music together. He writes a lot of the music. Yeah. And, you know, he comes across as, you know, Nigel from uh, Spinal Tap. Yeah. Well, the music's going to be good, mate. Good luck to you. Now, I've, I've got a ripping bit of trivia for you. Oh, yeah? Uh, 
<laughs> ripping, ladies and gentlemen. Ripping. So it's funny I mentioned Transformers earlier. Do you know who directed the video for I Touch Myself? No idea. Michael Bay. Really? I'm not kidding. It's actually a good video clip. It is. It was banned in Australia for a long time. Yeah. They played it on the radio, you know, every hour or something, but they wouldn't show the video on TV. Yeah. But uh, in America, it was very big, of course. And just something as outrageous as this being around at the time, you know, it's easy to see why America caught on. Yeah. I mean, it's that whole, you know, conservative media kind of thing. Um, yeah. No, great song. And it's, I mean, it's one of those songs we have one on every track, on every album yeah. that we can it's, talk about. It's a, it's a real anthem yeah, as it well. Is, it is. A real uh, anthem for self-expression, I suppose you could say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's just a really, yeah, another really good song. So a strong start to the album. Yeah. So we'll move on to track three now. Love School. No. Lay Your Body Down. That's it. Yeah. Perfect. I, I understand the reason now why I, I thought it wasn't the next song. Yeah, go on. It's bloody rubbish. That's a shocker. That's a shocking song. That is... I'll go as far as to say it's not the best on the album. I do like it, though. I said initial... I must have been in quite a generous mood. I said initial reactions that are it's pretty average, overly repetitive and too long. I admit the... It is overly repetitive. The chorus part repeats a yeah. few too many times. And it is a bit long. Mm-hmm. I do like the outro section that changes it up a bit, but you can cut out at least two choruses there. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily, yeah, and the rest. But you know, it's <laughs> it's. Uh, you know, I just think it's it was it was going so well, and they've just they've just you know. I don't know. Where where did it lose you? Oh, bar bar one, I think. <laughs> Beat one, bar one. Beat one, bar one. Um, no, I just. I never. I mean, it's it's boppy at the start. It's got a good little groove to it. But you know, I'm a drummer. I'd, I'd like drums anyway. So, um, yeah, perhaps that's not enough for me. All right. Well, let's move to a bit more of a musical analysis. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a darker tone to this song. Yes. Certainly, the guitar effects are a bit more. They're a bit more chorusy. They are. It's it's almost kind of um, yeah, reverby and a little bit. Yeah, darker certainly. Mm. Um, I I really like the tone of the guitar in this song. Yeah, I think it's I agree. Nice. I think it's a great guitar. I think it's a great tone. Yeah. Well, I actually didn't have too much to say about it's this. Funny though. I, there's a nice solo section in this song that I really like, and I'll I'll play that now. Yes. That is that, true. I that, forgot that's about that. A, that's a good section. I'll give you that one. I'll, you give me that one. But okay, so for you, maybe this is one to come back to at the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll review it for sure. All right. Well, uh, track four now. Now this one is Love School. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, don't you be so cold. I need somebody 
how are you how are you going with the uh, with the fade outs? We we spoke a few weeks ago, or a few months ago rather, about uh, your your disdain for fade outs. Yeah, look to me as I mentioned in that podcast a while back. I don't remember which one it was, but something about fade outs uh, I don't like. Consider them Some, a bit sometimes lazy it, or, yeah, 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 they strike me as either a bit lazy. You know, unless it's some in some cases it works with the song quite yeah. nicely. You know, it suits the tone of the song. But this is the fourth song out of four on this album that have had fade outs. Yeah, not a huge fan. No, I can tell. Mm. <laughs> it's, uh, not a huge yeah, fan. Yeah, I, I said about this song. It's yeah. So uh, I, love school. I said it's lyrically it's the same as we've pretty much heard. Well, it starts with a fairly familiar note. Yes. Um, I don't want. Anybody I don't else? Like anybody else? I I kind of picked up as that as a bit of a throwback mm. to. Uh, I touch myself. Yeah. Um, I said the best thing about this song I think is it's great to hear some instrumentation around the two forty mark. It goes into that little bit of a almost a kind of a metally kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a metal kind of build up or a bridge or something. Yeah. Do, um, do you want to play that? Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. It's like some Metallica yeah, style yeah, harmonies. That's, or all, that's what I was kind of yeah. thinking. I think that's a that's a bit a bit refreshing, bit of a change. Um, but yeah, I think it's a bit, bit, bit the same. Right? It is a very similar tone to the previous song. Yeah, uh, I mean, but that is what they do. Let's not forget that that's what that's what Divinals do. They, this is their bread and butter, mm. and this is what their fans love. But not know, your cup of tea at the moment. At the moment. And as of about a month ago, it wasn't. But if this song came on, like I wouldn't turn it off. I wouldn't go, "Oh, this is a shit song." Like mm. this is, I'd, I'd listen to it and I go, "Oh, yes, it's all right." But I suppose in this kind of highly critical podcast that we podcast do podcast segment, in the fact we go, if something's really good, if something really impresses me, and I think I'm like that. If something really impresses me, I'll give it. Yeah, the you you will let us know that it deserves. But I think this at the moment, I'm just like, oh, oh yeah, okay. But yeah, if you put it on and having a few beers, I'll be like, oh yes, it's cool. <laughs> There's vinyls rocking. There you go. That's all right. Um. There's a going back to make out all right. There's a bit of restraint in the chorus. Okay, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, there's you know real room for the guitar to really come in, but it's more just the bass. Yes, that's uh, true. In, instead, it, but it makes up for that with a, that really dynamic outro. Yeah, which I think uh, could have had an ending. Didn't need to fade out. But, true, true. Uh, what else about this song? I really like the pre-chorus in this song. Yes, uh, which I'll play now. I just like the chord changes in that, the way Chrissy moves the vocals around to match mm. that. Yeah. It's I, I I prefer this song to if I can remember, lay your body down. Yeah, me too. I, I prefer it. Yeah, I'll say too. that. Oh, yeah. there you go. Okay, we agree on something in, in the well, last couple uh, of songs. Let's just move straight on. Uh, up the tempo a little bit. Up the tempo, certainly. Bless my soul, it's rock and roll.
bless my soul, it's rock and roll. Go on. Um, yeah. Best riff. You, 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 want, you want to say something. Probably like... the best riff we've heard so far. Mm-hmm. The doon, 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 doon. Throat gives me a yep. cold chisel, rose tattoo kind of vibe mm-hmm. that I'm loving. However, super lame. <laughs> so lame. Even even for the Divinals, even for Chrissy Amphlett. She's very cool, but I just think this is... Yeah. How so? Just the lyrics or the Bless my tone? Soul, it's and... rock and roll. It's, it well, just sounds tacky. And I just think it doesn't need to be there. It's not like an ACDC record where you. Well, need... I was going. I was going to say if ACDC did something like this, it'd be great. It'd be, yeah, it'd be okay. Because but the, it doesn't work for Divinals. Do it. The, the vinyls are. It's, it's this fine line between pleasure you, and pain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good one. No, it's this fine line between doing like you know these, you know, rock and roll songs and these like you know heartfelt mm. rock ballads, and I'm just not sure they're quite. Well, look, I think in structure of this album, I think the song works really well because you've had a couple of you know darker tone songs in a row. Yeah, this is you know ups the tempo a little bit, something a bit more. You know, something you can dance to. To me, this song uh, you brought up, Cold Chisel, is sort of like this mix between Cold Chisel and Footloose. I, I get that. Yeah. Certainly. Uh, I think there's a bit of whole lot of Rosie in this song as well. You know, that da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> and then uh, Bond would sing during that break part, and this is similar to Chrissy sings um, between the riffs. Yeah. Um, for me, this is proof that, you know, a big rock song, yeah, uh, I know you probably wouldn't call it that, but yeah, <laughs> uh, you know it doesn't need the big loud guitars. Sure, the guitars aren't particularly distorted or overdriven. It's a relatively clean sound with a bit of twang, little yeah. maybe a little overdrive, nothing yeah, too certainly. nothing too crazy. But yeah, in, in, interesting your your thoughts on it, it. It probably doesn't need to be there. Is what I'm saying. Okay, like it's probably a great. It might be a good single. But uh, Actually, actually, let me just have a quick look to see what the singles were. But in the context of this album, I don't really think it fits. Okay. Yeah, love me or leave would, me on that one. Would, would you still prefer an up-tempo song in this Certainly. place on the album? Yeah, maybe just the lyrics. Well, th- there you go. It wasn't a single, but it was a bit of a fan favourite. Okay. Just so they, they'll be coming after you. It gives you. you an insight into the uh, minds of the Divinals fans. <laughs> I think... I, th- I still think the first, the great, or the best song obviously is I Touch Myself, but before that it was uh, Make It Our Own. So far, yeah. So far, it's just the, the best two. Mm. Anyway, so that was a big change. Yeah. In the album. Yeah. And uh, speaking of big changes, the next song is huge change. Yeah, massive change. Mm. So we'll get to that now. This is Love Was, If Love Was a Gun. If Love Was a Gun. Yeah, the, I think the uh, the acoustic change is brilliant. Great, yeah. It's what it, it's what it needed. Probably maybe a little bit too late, but still okay. Okay, I would I would have done it maybe a track or a track before that. Noted. It's all right. Uh, also a piano. A piano. It sounds great, doesn't yep. it? Yeah, sounds, sounds really really good. Who's who's playing it again? Uh, that? That's actually a very good Mont- question. Montech. Montech. David Montech. Ben Montench. Bob Montench. Ben Montench. Ben Montench. Yeah, no, it's great. And the lyrics are the best so far. Yeah. As well. uh, first off, I want to go back to that acoustic guitar and that opening riff, which right. repeats throughout the song, Absolutely. which I'll play now.
it's nearly the best thing we've heard so far on this album uh, yeah i would agree so far I, I would think uh yeah yeah we haven't really had a song like this so no, far it sort of shares you know some of the darker overtones and some of the lighter overtones of what we've heard so far absolutely uh so it's a really good mix up it's probably my favorite so far yeah yeah you'd agree well Maybe. yeah it'd be up there yeah with there. the makes and touches yeah, of the world yeah um there's another part in the song as well the bridge yep where you've just got the this bridge. the bridge <laughs> yeah wasn't, wasn't sure for a second but i'm pretty confident it's a bridge yeah where it's just the piano stands out that little bit more with some i think it's just sort of single note yes playing and uh, a change up in the acoustic guitar and what that's doing and then some great build-up vocals from Chrissy. Chrissy, so I'll just play that now. So look, if Love Woods a Gun, knockout song. Yeah, I, 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 think, would, I would think I love the outro as yeah. well. Love the outro, even though it fades out. Yes, yeah, yes, okay, that that's true. Uh, the, uh, I just think it's kind of big sounding, which is good as well. It, they've done mm. acoustic songs, but they haven't made it you know tiny and sound real thin. It's thick and luscious and beautiful. I think the drums sound quite powerful Fantastic. in this song. Absolutely, very powerful, uh, which suits the song well because it's not really a you know the hi hat he's yeah. using. It's more you know. He's, yeah, doing the eighths on the tom tom, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, did I say that correctly? Tom tom. Yo, yeah, well, you said eight. I'm surprised you said eight. Oh, I, we were in the same music class. That's true. That's, I'm the right. for the year twelve music class. Eighth notes, yeah. Eighth notes, quarter notes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, do you have anything else to mention? I don't, mate. This is uh, just... move on straight to the next song. Need a lover. Need a lover, eh? So, where did this one land for you? I I could found myself tapping tapping my foot to this one. Yes. I didn't mind this song. Um, they're all a bit long. I feel there were a couple of times I was I was always given a bit of a conductor's uh, <laughs> uh It could have finished earlier for me. And, okay. And been just as good. Um, yeah. Looking at some of the uh, song links on this, I'm like that song was. Just nearly five minutes, four, yeah. four minutes. That'd 50. be a great three and a half minutes. Uh, song, even, even if love was a gun, uh, five minutes thirty six. Love school five minutes twenty five. Yeah. Laying your buddy down nearly five minutes again. Huge. Yeah. Um, then you look at something like I touch myself, which has been one of the standout songs. Just you know, that's your three minute forty song. It's funny that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think I, I, I agree with you on that point. I do think a lot of this album, you know, so far I reckon probably about. Five minutes could be cut out from this album so far. Whether that's you know a chorus or yeah. an extra verse, it's just a bit of extra flab. Yeah. Here and there, and look, it's not saying flab. It's, I like not, that. not saying it's bad flab. You know, there's good flab and bad flab. Yeah. Like it's good flab, but you don't need it. Yeah, that's if exactly. that made any sense at all. That's right, man. Or you know, it's like, when you, it's like when you look in the mirror, you go, oh, you know, it's all right. Better if it's not there, but it's all right. Um, yeah, so I think. Um, yeah, I said in my notes, I said it's uh, a bit more of the same, but I don't mind this one. 
Yeah. So I'm kind of contradicting my own rules, well, but there you go. It, it's it's fine for me. Yeah, it's look, fine. I've got a few things yeah, to please do. P- point out. First off, the main guitar riff. Yes. Very. Ca- cool. It's very very catchy. It's almost like this robotic. Yes. A little bit robotronic. <laughs> a bit robotronic. It's funny you should say that because the bit at the end that you you. you yeah. The uh, so there's no fade out in this song. No. Uh, it just ends in the. I think it's Mark just goes bam bam bam. This is very monotone, yeah. robotic voice sort of thing. So first off, I'll play the riff. So here's the riff. It's just a very unique riff. It is. Isn't it? It has like a couple of different parts to it. Mm. You've got that octave part. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. And then almost like a tritone part to it which is interesting mm. so i really i really like that i, I really little bits little bits yeah more, more bits yeah. exactly and there's a lot of bits in this song that are absolutely fantastic uh another great chorus yes it is yes and uh, ca- catchy chorus another section i'll point out is the bridge in this song so there's another bridge uh and it's a fantastic lead up that you know slowly builds in dynamics and then it really uh explodes in the solo section yes and there is a good solo section here yeah. as well which so is... i, I want to play that whole section cool That's nearly one of my favourite moments from the album, yes. that, that part. Uh, Chrissy again, who I, I feel like we haven't mentioned much of Chrissy lately, but uh, her oh, vocals she's in that... She's doing her job then. She vocals in that part of Sensational. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, but Mark McEntee's the star of the show for me at the moment. Oh, this, sorry. I, I think this is more Mark's song than anything else because yes. that's the first time we've really heard him unleash, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, you, you said know, there weren't too many kind of solo bits and that really was one. Yeah. That was a, and he's done it really, really yeah, well. Yeah, he's done it really well to his credit. Uh, yeah, look, I, I really like this song. So two pretty good songs in a row. Yeah. Yep. So we'll move on let's to just, the... Let's just follow through then. Follow through with the next song, which is... Follow through. There you go. So that was follow through. Yeah, another great song. Uh, yeah. completely different. See, this is something a song for me that didn't really stand out much. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow, it's funny. Yeah, I'm I, kidding. I, I thought the bass was great. The drums are great as a band together. We've seen different guitar techniques come through. Chrissy's taking a back step and letting the kind of musicians mm. do their thing. We talk about Randy Jackson. Oh, fucking it up. The start of the song, that little bass section, which yeah. I'll play now.
first time the bass is, you know, really had a standout moment, you know, where it's just standing on its own instead of yeah, just well, accompanying I'm, something else. I'm surprised that they, you know, have that in there, you know. It's like, oh yeah, I just... It's a bit, it's a bit funky. This song, isn't it? Is. It is. It's certainly very funky. Yeah, yeah, certainly a bit funky. It's a nice solo section in the song, which I'll play now as well. That's all I have to say. A, a nice, a few more nice guitar parts yeah, from a Mark. Great, there. A great addition to the album. I think. I think it works. Another yeah. little song that shows something a bit different. Yeah, which I like. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it has a place on the yeah. album certainly. Um, now, usually next there'd be this little interlude thing, this yeah. cafe interlude. It goes for about forty seconds. Usually we like to play every song on the album. We're not going to worry it's about a this. Bit weird. It's, it's, just, a, it's a bit I weird. It's a bit weird. in a busy cafe. That's what it is. Yeah, and yeah. I don't really like it. I don't look, think it. look it up if you want to check it out but yeah it's i don't really understand what they're trying to do with it yeah, i think it's a bit silly. they're trying to introduce like a concept like the whole album set in a you know a paris cafe or yeah, something like I imagine. That. Yeah, I know. uh so instead we'll go straight to the next song which is called bullet That's awesome. That's one of the best tracks in the album. I think uh, the drums hold all together. Yes, and do play as a, it's very tight, isn't it? As a glue, for yeah. Sure. Um, I have I have one criticism, and the rest are all positive. Too long. Yeah, too long again. again. Another, another five minute song. Yeah. Uh, chorus is great. Yeah, catchy, great isn't it? Um, I said I think the delivery of the song is good, but like bullet, I'd love to hear some explosions and some gun noises. I was thinking I didn't bring this up during if love was a gun, but I think there's room for explosions in that yeah, song too just, there's this moment towards the end just going back to love was a gun for a second this is part where chrissy i hope there's one and i just imagine this big explosion yeah that'd be great yeah yeah but and, yeah going back to this song I, yeah it'd be nice if they experimented a little bit more with other sound, sound effects yeah um yeah. not like cafe interlude no no they're, they're on the right path on the, the right wrong track kind of yeah that's uh it. first thing i'll point out is that catchy riff that's that's one of the better riffs we've heard i think we'll play that yeah let's do it I like this one. I love it too. It's and it's a real kind of get up and dance kind of track yes. as well. Um, Some more great guitar playing. Yeah, just I was really impressed. Very uh, smooth delivery of the vocal. Ca- you know, catchy little verse sections. It's, yeah, it's a re- sure. it's a really really nice song. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you like this one. Yeah, well, yeah. It's hard not to. Oh, there you go, there you go. Um, they thought it wasn't all going to be bad. See, see I, I was coming into this expecting a little worse. No, no, I've been pretty good, I think. I think you've been very well behaved. Yeah, maybe because it's your mum's in the other room. <laughs> with a, with a shotgun. Yeah, she's going to kick the door down. Nah. 
Uh, no, I love you, Mum. Thanks for introducing me to the Divinals. Yes. Great, great band. So Divi- Divi- Divinal, sorry, not the Divinals. Divinals, yeah. So uh, it's Bullet, and then we go this another great change here again. Yes. From so this, this song to the to this the is the final track on the album, and you know, really, really strong finish in my opinion. So this is I'm on your side. I'm on your What a finish! What yeah, a finish! Great finish. Um, you know, it's one. It's one of the only Divinal songs not written by Chrissy Hine. Yeah, they didn't have any involvement. Yeah, it's one Cr- of did you of... say Chrissy Hine? I think I did. From the Pretenders. Yeah, Chrissy Airflit. <laughs> that happened. What that happened with um, Vincent Price? Remember I said Stephen <laughs> oh, yeah, Price. That's I, right. I do that all the time. Back to the Alice Cooper podcast, I um, believe. Yeah, but the, I mean, instrumentally, it's fantastic. Brilliant. I, I think it might even be the best song on the album. There you go. You heard, I, you heard it here first. I, I, I love it. I think it's, it's, it's heaps of space in it. And yeah. It's, and the vocals are great. I mean, we said... Very, very emotional. Yeah. We said earlier that well perhaps it's not, you know, she's not standing out as much as we thought she would. But she is in this. Mm. She's great in this. Brilliant. Uh, the other one who stands out, of course, is Mark McEntee with that great. guitar solo. Absolutely. Which I'll play now. I'm on your side. really you know a ballad without a real epic guitar solo but i wouldn't call this epic no it just suits it the sits. song yeah. really well yeah, it's, it's almost a bit beatleish in its tone and delivery Absolutely. you know i hear a bit of george harrison in yeah. there um yeah as you said it uh, wasn't mark and chrissy weren't involved in the songwriting mm. uh instead it was billy steinberg and tom kelly who, mm. I, who I believe also had some involvement with i touch myself oh there you go there you go um there's some nice backing vocals in this song as well. Actually, actually, one thing we haven't mentioned with this album are the backing vocals. Mm. Uh, Mark McEntee is a very uh, capable backing vocalist. We didn't. We haven't heard much of him though. No, the, he's he's been he's been there. Yeah, yeah. You just don't. He's doing his job. Okay, he's doing, he's doing <laughs> okay, his job. Good. He's doing his job. And now the other thing to bring up is that this does have another fade out. It does. But it works in this case because the song has sort of already ended. You said that. Because I looked at you kind of funny. I said, you know, it's another fade out. You said, yeah, it kind of works because there's this... See, my issue is is that the song will be in the middle of the big crescendo yeah. and then you start hearing the fade out. Yeah. End the crescendo, go to the back to the, you know, something with a little less dynamic yeah. and then fade it out I like it totally does here. Agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So, look, really, really good song. Hmm. Really good song. I, I think this album's finished really strongly. It has. Bullet, we had Need a Lover earlier, yeah. this song... So I think this has been a enjoyable album to listen to. So we will now move on to the final part of the podcast. Yes. Campbell, we have done the album. We have listened to the album. We have discussed the album. Now we have a look at what could be moved from the album. Yeah, I. we spoke about this. Now, you, you had a very interesting way of saying this. Yeah. yeah. I think that there are some, there's some great parts in this album, but there are also some shockers. And I think that they... <laughs> Won't they, name names. They yeah they help each other out you know the the, the bad bits are, are are fixed 
by the good bits and the good bits are made worse by the bad bits. So I think it just le- <laughs> it all balances it out. It just levels out and it, it's a really well-balanced album. I really think it is. But uh, Cafe Interlude. Yeah, we take that out. That makes sense. That or, you know, put it as a sound effect in another song. Yeah. Or, or an intro for a song. Yeah, even. Yeah, why not? This could be like considered an unofficial intro for Bullet, but there's no real relation no, in what's happening. So you could have this playing and then an intro to like, If Love Was a Gun, yeah. start playing over the top of it. Yeah. That'd be cool. For sure. Yeah. Moving on to favorite song. That one. I'm yep. on your side. I'm on your side. I think it's great. Just just where it is. Maybe ordinarily it wouldn't be, but at the end of the album, it's great. Suited it really well. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got a few favorites from this album. Mm-hmm. Uh Make Out All Right was really good. That's cool. Need, I really like Need a Lover. That used to be my favorite. Okay. Uh, I'm on your side, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Bullet is one that never re- I never really liked a while ago, but it's okay. grown on me over my last uh, few listens of the album yeah. over the last couple of years. Uh, but I'm going to go for If Love Was a Gun for my favorite. That's a good one as well. Yeah. So there's some great songs as well. Some obviously. brilliant songs. Yeah. yeah. So that is the album. We're going to wrap up now as neatly as we can. And hopefully... By the next time, we don't have one of us replaced with Eddie Maguire. Yes. Fingers crossed. That's a good one, mate. That's pretty funny. I think he's had any room left in his schedule anyway, so I think we're pretty safe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm sure he can squeeze some time in for a you know a small podcast with an with a average listenership. <laughs> Fairly average. Below average, maybe. Now, <laughs> now, to everyone who is listening and has made it this far, thank you so much for sticking with us over our little unexpected hiatus. Yes, you made it this far. It we, you, made like... it, you made it this far. Carry on with us. We've got some great stuff coming. We've uh, got another theme month coming up in September, yes. which will you know provide some more details about in August, yes. which we're quite excited about. Which is soon. August is coming up very soon. So very, very soon. It's not too far to wait. So September, look out for that. Uh, we've got a couple of albums that we want to do soon that we might look at. Going back to the raffle, of course, there are plenty of suggestions in the track-by-track raffle that we want to get to at some point, um, even though we did the Zombies uh, as our last podcast, of course. Because there's been such a long time, we might even do another podcast and then do the raffle straight after instead mm. of another week, you know? Yeah. To... Yeah, I I, knew, I actually didn't think of that, doing another raffle. Yeah, just, so, another, just do another raffle. Another, another one, why not? Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll be back in the uh, usual studio at that point, yeah, I reckon. for sure. Yep, so... Next week might be uh, another standard album. Yep. Uh, and then we'll go for a raffle. I think that's a very good idea. Cool. Well. On that note, now we've got to end with a song as per usual. I'm sure me in post-production will think of something tasteful and exciting. Yeah. That will delight our listeners. Good. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. In the meantime, until next week, hopefully we're back again next week and all my equipment doesn't break down. Yeah. And goes under maintenance. Uh, So until next time, I'm Jack. I'm Campbell. And it's been track by track with Campbell and Jack. Bye bye. Bye.